Hi, I'm Doris and I'm a journalist. Kia ora, I'm TA and I'm a marine biologist. Together we want to raise awareness for our marine environment and support restoring the abundance of the ocean. We are giving the ocean a voice. Come sail with us, join the journey. Good morning. Kia ora and welcome to another Nomad Ocean Cast from Kahu. We're sitting here with our coffee mugs. We just got stainless coffee mugs yesterday and we're pretty proud of it because we wanted to um, get rid of as much plastic as possible. So that's already the topic of this um, today's podcast. Yes. Plastic in the ocean. So today we're going to talk about um, plastic in the ocean. Well, the effects, impacts of plastic in the ocean and why plastic is a serial killer. And you can jump on and have a little read of a little blurb that we did on a on a blog on at nomadocean.org. The the thing with plastic is it's a very vis- visible effect of our discharge and of our impact on the water, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's it's something that, that we all kind of connect with because I mean it's our most recognizable products. We- <laughs> plastic bags are everywhere and we're we've been fighting with the idea of like having so much plastic for example on kahu as well because of on the one hand we do need plastic bags for our garbage and for stuff like this but on the other hand we really didn't want to have even more of them well we couldn't really just not go completely plastic free though and this is unfortunately not this is the the real issue with 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 living in this in this pretty harsh environment is actually plastic really is a pretty good product for 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 the marine environment but sadly you mean sorry but you mean it sounds a little bit weird to say like plastic is a good uh, product for marine environment how come i mean just because we need plastic bags for our garbage well no not so much the plastic bags for the garbage it's more that the plastic doesn't break down very quickly oh yeah so that's why we had a lot of dishes here made out of plastic that's why we have um gear net and stuff made out of plastic too i understand yeah, yeah well, it's still it's still kind of painful to you know be out there with the plastic on board and then like look around and there's like literally plastic even in front of like hardly seen places or hardly hardly visited places out there on the ocean. The issue is really the plastic that we release though. And I think this is kind of, you know, you know everyone's heard the we've got to reuse, we've got to recycle, we've got to, you know, repurpose. Yeah, the three wreaths for plastic. The yes. three R's. <laughs> yeah, so so basically it's it's about retaining the plastic within within the human kind of you know within our cities yeah so well basically the the um solution is to just take it with you wherever you go so just don't let it float around don't throw it away don't like let it come in contact basically with the marine world well, with the environment. With the environment in general, it's, yeah, but specifically we're talking about the marine world now. Well, that's so. the other thing that we've got to realise that everything that, you know, you send it to landfill, it ends up in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Eventually it'll end up in the ocean through erosion, through, you know, slowly breaking down and, and those those 
those plastic particles will end up in the sea at some point in the future. You know, we've got half-lives of some of these plastic products in excess of our lives, which makes it really kind of concerning because we don't seem to make that connection. Mm. Mm. But why do you talk about plastic being a serial killer? I'm The serial nature of plastic is because it's so hardy, and I mean it doesn't break down, it essentially basically continues to kill animals for the entire life that the plastic is in the in the ocean. Mm. So as soon as the plastic's released into the ocean, the the plastic basically is ingested or, or, or fed upon by a marine organism, for instance a fish um, seabird, and then it's ingested and it just remains. It kind of gets stuck in the digestive system mm. and it sits there. Mm. And it will sit there until it's either, until it dies. Mm. And while it's sitting there, it's slowly releasing some of its, you know, the PCBs and all mm. those other mm. sort of mm. um, polycarbons into the, into the bird, which are causing other effects I mean... Negative effects, I suppose. Well, I'm pretty sure they're not hallucinogens. <laughs> but, but definitely, it's definitely creating, you know, issues around um, reproductive dysfunction. It's creating issues around um, metabolic dysfunctions, um, abnormalities, cysts, cancer... All these, all these issues that we experience by ingesting plastic, a marine mammal, a, a marine fish is going to experience as well. And when the um, sea, the seabird or the fish dies, the plastic still lives, continues to live. Yes, the plastic lives long after that seabird's died or that how? fish dies, and long after the next seabird or fish dies. And how does that affect? the rest of the environment? Well, I mean, like when the fish dies, what happens then? Well, when the fish dies, it usually dies through... It'll either die from the effects of ingesting the plastic, so it can't feed on itself anymore, or it, it will die from being consumed by a predator of some form. Which has the plastic in his stomach then and in his system again. And and it, we, it undergoes a bioaccumulation. Mm. And that bioaccumulation means that basically lots of small fish with plastic in them are eaten by a big fish, and all those big fish end up with lots of plastic inside them. Mm. And now we've got a big carnivorous fish with loads of plastic, and they are essentially are suffering from all the symptoms of the other fish, like the smaller fish, but they're also doing there's a there's a there's a toxic um, cocktail that's been created inside that fish, and that fish is 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 what is biomagnifying those toxins, and essentially that fish is actually what we eat. Mm. We target eating that fish. So it comes into our system again. So it's actually plastic is not only a serial well, killer for the 
we don't ocean, eat, we, we tend not to eat the whole fish. Yeah. Like, we yeah, tend right. not to eat the gut yeah. and all yeah. the rest of it. But what we are eating, you know, we are eating the estrogens, the, 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 the associated chemicals with those plastics. Mm. So, you know, I, a, a few years ago, there was a big, there was a big conversation about, um, about mercury in the water and how mercury was bioaccumulating in, in large pelagics because there was mercury being soaked up by, by the krill and the, and the phytoplankton making it all the way up into those large pelagic fish like tuna and, and marlin and billfish. Well the same thing is actually occurring with these plastics. Not all plastics are the same but what we do know is that the plastics that break down or that we think break down faster are actually more toxic and and they're actually not breaking down they're just breaking down into smaller and smaller pieces is this the paper uh, the plastic beads you spoke about uh, the other day plastic beads are probably one of the most unseen killers of the ocean that's when you walk on the beach and it looks actually like plastic and then at one point you just see like this shiny little thing and you wonder what it is and then you actually get closer and closer and you actually realize that that's not part of the natural environment of the beach but it's something which must be artificial like plastic where does it come from and what what is it exactly um so plastic beads or, or um or nerds are basically a a manufacturing raw material like they're, they're, they're a refined plastic and, and those are the things that turn into like your television sets I mean other plastic stuff you know all that injected molded material and form but the the beads themselves when they when they're released into the environment usually by accident in such quantities i.e. a ship dumps them off the you know accidentally discharges them or accidentally loses a container full of them and we saw that in Hong Kong we saw it here in New Zealand and with the arena we've seen it in other areas around the world and and what happens is that when they're released into the environment they just stay they don't move Is that the reason? Yeah, is is that the reason why we see them everywhere? Because that seems to be like an an accident which comes like once every couple of years or something, and then it should be shouldn't it? it it's so visible. That's what I mean. Like whenever you walk on a beach, you actually see it. Well, actually, we don't notice it. I think this is the thing that makes beads so dangerous: is that they're not they're kind of the unseen because they look a lot like other marine debris and we see it really in the fact that we see it in reduced bird populations we see it and I mean the noticeable things are when we sit on the beach and we ask ourselves where's all the birds gone where's all the you know why 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 do we catch fish and they and in their gut cavities they have beads in them but what we have is is essentially a a plastic material that looks very similar to a phytoplankton or mm-hmm. to a zooplankton mm-hmm. and as that plastic material um gets consumed it consumes it's getting consumed by fishes and by lower order um consumers and that's why it's so dangerous so basically birds and fish mistake it for um for food 
Yeah. And that's why and that's it why it gets into the system so easily and, and that, so fast. And that's mm. why it becomes a mm. serial killer. What can we do now? I mean, this you said um, is basically um, exposed due to on on accidentally. So how can we as consumers reduce the amount of plastic in the ocean and the, the plastic effects on I, our, our environment? I think we've just got to say no to new plastics. I, I think that, that at the moment we've got to accept that all the plastic in the world's been created and we just need to say no to new plastics. So collect old ones. Collect old ones, recycle, reuse. It's the know. three R's again. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's what we just have to be aware of like constantly. That's what we have to remind ourselves constantly as well. Well, do we need the bag in the supermarket? Do we need all that surrounding plastic? Mm. And say no to new plastic. Mm. Yeah. And 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 say yes to retaining plastic and not sending it to landfill. Thanks for diving in and jumping on board. If you like what you heard, give us a hand and support us on our website nomadocean.org Going and close the curtains Cause all we need is candlelight You and me and the bottle of wine